Namaste, Haryom, and welcome to this episode of the All About Dharma program. As you know, this is a sister program to the Know Your Dharma initiative of the Hindu Society of North Carolina. My name is Nithin Raghunathan. I'm here to share a little bit with you about our new Hindu chaplain at Duke University, Priyamarish, uh, and a little bit of the magazine journalism piece I wrote for my class uh, about her. Fundamentally, there are two key roles to Priyaji's position here at Duke. The first role she has is to plan and orchestrate, along with the Duke Hindu Students Association, uh, events surrounding the religious holidays that we find most important. So for example, we had some Navratri pujas, we had a Diwali event in Penn Pavilion. Uh, these are all planned in part by the Hindu chaplain. Second, it's to provide moral and spiritual guidance to the students of the university. Uh, and this can be for the Hindu students more specifically, but also for anyone else who wants to use her as a signing board as well. Um, and Priyaji has done a really great job uh, starting off uh, in her first few months as a Hindu chaplain, and I hope you all enjoy learning more about her. So without further ado, let's begin. A traditional South Indian Golu consists of a staircase, always with an odd number of steps, intricately furnished with cloth, Hindu icons, and symbols to represent the fall holiday of Navaratri. Duke has its own Golu on display for the celebration this year. Five steps adorn groups of objects for each number 1 through 10. For example, six Shadrasas, the six tastes on her tongue, in the yoga room of the 300 Swift apartment complex. The display lasts for nine days with Duke students and members of the Durham community attending between 1.30 and 2.30 p.m. to listen to chants, perform arati, which is offerings to the deities, and eat prasadam, which is food following prayer. The mantras in prayer are led by a woman sitting cross-legged on one of the red pillows arranged in a semicircle around the gulu. She's dressed in a purple and gray salwar kameez, bangles on her right wrist, a gold necklace, and her glasses slightly down her nose so she can read the Sanskrit lyrics to the approximately 30 minute long chant of the day. The students affectionately refer to her as Priyaji with the chi suffix indicating high respect for their newfound spiritual leader and educator. Priya Amarish is the current Hindu chaplain at Duke University. She's an Indian American woman dedicated to sharing the scriptures and principles of the world's oldest active religion to the students of Duke University. Outside of this position, she's worn many hats, mother, restaurant owner, teacher, school administrator, and even yoga instructor. Regardless of which role she fills, her life seems to focus on a few grounding principles, sharing the cultural and religious traditions she holds most dear, and improving the lives of others around her through education. Her journey is also emblematic of the struggle immigrants face to preserve their culture in a new land, the internal strife first and second generation immigrant children face in understanding their identity, and the passion immigrant communities have for passing down their customs to the next generation. Born in India and raised in the United States, Amarish is among the earliest generations to experience an authentically Indian American upbringing. In 1970, she was born in the South Indian city of Bangalore and later immigrated to Flint, Michigan at the age of three. Her parents instilled Indian cultural practices and Hindu values in her from a young age and spoke a mixture of English and their native language of Kannada around the home. During this time of great change in American history following the civil rights movement, Indians in the country were few and far between, and the cultural differences between her migrant parents and her peers challenged her sense of identity growing up as she attempted to blend in with the other children. And even the, you know, the bindi or wearing a uh, kumkum on your forehead, you know, my parents would kind of insist I do that. I'm like, you know, I don't like to be um, 
it, you don't want to be shown to be different in any way. You want to be just immersed into the culture. Right. After graduating high school, Amresh entered the University of Michigan Ann Arbor, where her perception of her culture and its emphasis on spirituality improved immensely. She found opportunities to connect with Indian people her own age and found a Hindu community to celebrate Diwali, Holi, and other quintessential holidays of their religion. She finally found a strong sense of belonging in her age group through the friendships with other students of Indian descent she cultivated. We tend to come together because we're coming from different parts of the country and all of a sudden we're like, oh, you were raised that way, I were raised that way. Okay, we had similar issues to deal with growing up first generation in the United States. Once she began to feel that sense of connection with her heritage, she felt pride rather than discomfort or embarrassment, a shift that would influence how she approached her life going forward. She received her bachelor's and master's degrees in education from the university, and following college, Amarish bounced around the country, living in Texas, Pennsylvania, and Ohio, before eventually settling in the Raleigh-Durham area in 2006 for her husband's work as an interventional radiologist at Duke Regional Hospital. In North Carolina, Amarish found a large Indian community to raise her children, strongly contrasting the mostly white geographical area and time of her adolescence. In this new environment, she honed her cultural and spiritual practices further in effort to pass them down to her children and the next generation at large, most significantly teaching Balavihar classes, uh, Hindu religion classes, with the Chinmaya Mission, an international organization dedicated to sharing the Hindu scriptures. Amresh extended the early childhood education techniques she learned in the classroom to her Balavihar students to make the scriptures as kid-friendly as possible. Family friend Seema Garg has known Amrish for 15 years and has enrolled her children in the classes for years. So creative. She always made it fun and so interesting. Like she did all the research she would make, like for our class, um, you know, she would do the alphabet of India and she had like A to Z and would have, you know, Agra and, you know. Creatively and elaborately explaining spiritual principles is important to Amrish. It's not enough for her students to dogmatically follow the traditions their parents want them to learn. She really tries to fully explain why these traditions exist and how they can benefit our lives. It's this kind of deep understanding of Hindu practices that brought Amrish as a young Indian American in Michigan to her spirituality. She aims to leave the same impressions on the students she now reaches as an adult. I say there's a scientific reason for everything. You know, why do we take off our shoes? Why do we bow down? Why do we bring ourselves all the way to the floor when we surrender to the Lord. Garg isn't the only one who noticed her unique way of presenting spirituality. It's the key characteristic that brought her to her role at Duke. Amrish took yoga classes and found a calling in the art, eventually earning a certificate in teaching classes of her own. Kishore Trivedi, professor of electrical engineering at Duke, met Amrish through her yoga classes and noticed yet again the strength of her approach. And uh, each uh, pose in yoga, each uh, action is accompanied by an appropriate uh, verse from the, uh, from the Vedanta or uh, from Yoga Sutra. And so just such a deep understanding of scriptures. Uh, most people who do uh, teach yoga are simply they think of it as an exercise, nothing more. Trivedi also acts as a faculty advisor to the Duke Hindu Student Association. In 2021, Duke's previous Hindu chaplain stepped down, making way for a new leader, and Trivedi recommended Amrish for the position, sensing she'd be a perfect fit. Simran Prakash, Duke 22, and co 
president of the Hindu Student Association, expressed that Amrish's background as an Indian American enables her to impress upon the students the underlying principles behind the rituals she shows. She definitely tries to make it very um, relatable to the um, to the people who, I guess, grew up in the U.S. Um, that's a major part of our student body. So she, you know, actively sought out the explanations for certain practices, and because of that, I feel that she's been able to explain to our undergraduate community why we do certain practices, and I think that's a huge part of why we're starting to get a lot more turnout this year. The role of a Hindu chaplain is loosely defined, and what makes a good chaplain is somewhat nebulous. But Amaris wants to use her role to help students reflect on the why of what we do instead of just the how. You want to think for yourself, know mm -hmm. what's right, what's wrong, and make the right choices. College is a particularly challenging time as we explore which careers we'd like to have and consider the values we'll hold closest as we enter the adult world. But with the right guidance from thoughtful leaders who look like us, we can navigate this moment with the confidence, mindfulness, and most of all, the sense of purpose we need to succeed. I hope you've enjoyed hearing a little bit more about what the Duke Hindu Students Association does and what our leader, Priya Ji, Priya Amarish, uh, brings to the table for the organization. The Duke Hindu Students Association has been around for over 20 years. It's playing a lot of good events for the Duke Hindu community. Uh, for example, we had a Diwali event in Penn Pavilion, one of the buildings here on the Duke campus. Uh, we also had a Navratri Puja inside the Duke Chapel, a uh, very interesting space for a Hindu event. Uh, it's a lot of fun, a lot of great opportunities for students and the community to get involved with Hinduism. To stay in the loop about different events that the organization holds, I'd recommend you follow them on Instagram. So you can find the Duke Hindu Student Association as the name of the organization on Facebook, so that's going to be Duke Hindu Students Association, or on Instagram at Duke underscore HSA. Again, that's at Duke underscore HSA on Instagram. I'd like to finally thank Dr. Trivedi for providing this platform to share uh, Priyaji's story on this radio program tonight. I'll also express my gratitude towards Priyaji, uh, Seema Garg, and Simmer Prakash for allowing me to interview them for this project. Again, this is Nithin Raghunathan. I'm signing off. Uh, namaste and Hari Om to everyone. And have a great, restful, and peaceful Thanksgiving holiday.